Welcome to the No Guilt Fangirls Podcast, where liking what you like is never a bad thing. Here's your host and head fangirl in charge, Patty Holiday. Hey y'all, I'm your host and head fangirl in charge, Patty Holiday. Welcome to the No Guilt Fangirls Podcast. If you're new around here and haven't had a moment to leave a five-star rating or review, I would really appreciate you doing so. It helps the algorithms and helps others find us. And everyone knows it's no fun to fangirl alone, so invite your friends, share with all the people you know that might want to talk about this very important sports documentary that we are going to talk about today. This is everything you could ever want in a sports story, right? You've got bad A athletes, long practice sessions, lots of struggles, huge uplifting moments, a competitive rival that's like just across town, a tough as nails coach. There's crashes, there's injuries, there's underdogs, there's running into the waves at the very end. And holy cow, this is the most stressful six hours of TV I have watched <laughs> in a very long time. Am I wrong? Am no, I wrong? you're not wrong. Not at all. I, right? That pretty much sums up what we're going to talk about today, which is the Netflix docuseries Cheer. Yes. Oh my gosh. All right. So welcome, Julia. Everybody say hi to Julia. Hey, guys. <laughs> Julia was last on the podcast to talk about how she fangirled and met and the whole roller coaster of emotions that she went through when she met Tom Hiddleston. <gasps> I have something to tell you, Julia. Tell me. Tell me. Oh, I don't want to tell you. You might get really upset. No, tell me. It's okay. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah. Well, I mean, listen, they just posted pictures today from the Loki series. So... <laughs> I'm getting a, Hiddleston, a Hiddleston high right now, and it's cool. Oh, I, 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 can, okay. I can take it. Okay. I can take it. You can take it. Okay. Well, remember how we were all talking about how we wanted to go to the Ace Comic Con? And, oh, yeah. Uh, me and you and Tanya, we were trying to figure out if we could make it work. And mm -hmm. uh, I think at this point, I am the only one going. But guess who I get to meet? You get to meet Tom? I get to meet Tom. <laughs> okay. You have to do me a favor and show him our picture from the stage door and be like, this girl. I, I was I was seriously going to do that. No, I'm not even joking about that. I was seriously going to say, do you happen to remember meeting this girl in a red, you know, and chat, kind of explaining that whole thing, just being like, that was my friend, Julia. And she says, hi. <laughs> hey, but and he'll be like, okay. That's right. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so exciting. Yeah, I'm so, so I'm so excited. That. Okay, but listen, this time seriously, and sorry guys, sorry cheer. Um, this time really, <laughs> we'll you need notes on what he smells like because now we've had <laughs> four interactions, I think, from people, counting this upcoming one, and nobody has yet. I mean, I I think we're always so intoxicated by him that we just <laughs> don't pay attention. Okay, let's focus. Let's focus on gonna cheer. We can, we will, we must. Yeah. All right. I'm ready. <laughs> All right. We're back to cheer. We're back to cheer. I just, I, I just remembered that I hadn't told you about Loki oh. and about that. And so what, what basically happened is I was using that as my carrot to try to get Tanya to come with me to Ace Comic Con. <laughs> and I pulled it up and I was like, Tanya, he's got a couple of, of meet and greets left. He's got a couple of photo ops. If we split it, it's not that expensive. We should totally go and do this. We need to mm -hmm. see Tom Hills, especially if Julia's not coming. Like we need to go say hi to him on her behalf, right? That's I mean, it's right. only, it's, it's what a good friend would do. do. Yeah. That's right. That's right. And so I was trying to use that to get her to come. And 
it got to the point where you could see how many uh, were left and there was three and then there was two and then there was only one <gasps> left. Oh my And I'm gosh. like, hey, no pressure, no pressure, but there's only one left. She was like, oh my gosh, buy it. I was like, does that mean you're coming? She goes, it doesn't matter. Just buy it. Just buy it. Just buy it. Oh my gosh. That's so funny. So I bought it and then she immediately like sends me half of the money and she's like, I don't even care if I don't go. I just didn't want us to lose it. And so if I can go... <laughs> We'll take it together. And if not, happy birthday. And I was oh like, Oh my ah! gosh. The best. <laughs> it's awesome. Tanya anyway, all right. Is the real she's one. She's great. She's she a real is, one. she's this is yeah, people choose your best friends wisely. All right. Amen. Um now, cheer. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, guys, but wow. That was real life like reaction. And I, I you're welcome for me not squealing and blowing out your eardrums because <laughs> uh-huh. I'm going to run around my living room squealing and oh, jumping up yeah, and down. Yeah. And, and I will be doing the live tweeting to you or the, the live texting to you Girl, as to the, yes. the play by play when it all happens because I love it. Yeah. You, I got to live it with you. You get to live with me. <laughs> anyway, so mark your calendar when that happens. Yeah, and you guys are there. Tell them I said, what's up? <laughs> I will. I will. Uh, all right. So okay. back to cheer. Now, we, can. Going- we will. We must. Okay. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Um, now, going into this docuseries, the reason I even sat down to start watching it was basically social media and uh, people talking about it online and on Facebook. I am not a cheer mom, never have been really. I don't want to say I'm anti cheer, but I've just, that's not. That's not been, you know, where we've, we've played sports as far as like the traditional sports. Right. Right. But we never did. We never explored cheer. Not, not, no one, none of my sisters did. uh, None of my cousins did that I know of. My children didn't, you know, just we never did it. Right. So going in, I I went in just because basically everybody else was doing it. The pressure, the the socials, man. I'm I'm the same way. And actually I was surprised when I heard that you hadn't seen it. Cause mm-hmm, I, I, mm-hmm. when I started watching it, I was like, I am sure. And when you said you hadn't, I was like, how is Patty not on this? And I'm on it before she is. Right. <laughs> right. Wild. Well, what, what sealed the deal was seeing Jerry at the Oscars. Oh, Jerry. My Jerry. Guys. Yes. So Jerry's one of the cheerleaders that we're going to talk about. And he got invited by Ellen to basically be their correspondent at the freaking Oscars. And it was amazing. And it was so cool because, yes, he was excited and and so thrilled to be there. But he handled himself really well. But a lot of the stars were, like, fangirling him. They were like, oh, my gosh, it's Jerry. They really were. That moment when he met Brad Pitt, honestly, one of the best moments on the internet. If you haven't seen it, go see it. Go go watch it on YouTube. It's on Ellen's channel. It's wonderful. It'll make you feel good if you're not having a good day, or maybe you need your faith restored in humanity. Go watch Jerry at the Oscars. I'm telling you, it's oh, it's amazing. <laughs> One hundred, and you and you don't even have to watch a single moment of cheer to fall in love with Jerry. No. Okay, like he's just he's just a, an amazing human being. We love we love Jerry. Um, but but anyway, back to this. So going in, I knew nothing except what Bring It On taught me, and that was don't step off the ugly blue mat. That's right. <laughs> um, but when I was watching the show, and I binged it. Okay, guys, I sat down, and I was like, I've got two days to watch this. I'll watch like two shows this morning. I'll watch two in the evening, and then I'll finish it up You're tomorrow. You're so cute. Uh, right? I'm adorable. Yeah. So there's your first 
there's your first warning, people. If you haven't seen this yet and you're going to, carve yourself out like six or seven hours yeah. that you don't need to do anything except do for watch it. cheer. It's great it. when you're folding laundry to have it going. Perfect. You know, if you, I don't know, are, are painting your nails, I, you know, but really, I mean, you should focus on the show, not on your nails. So yeah. <laughs> buffing shoes. I mean, I don't know. You could knit while you're doing activity. It, something. It, yeah. That you might need to feel productive while you're doing it. Go ahead and do that. But also, here. Oh, you know, it was a good treadmill show. I did do the treadmill. Yeah, but I'll, but I'll see that. But I my originally I thought I was gonna do the treadmill for the whole show. Uh <laughs> that that lasted for about 30 minutes and then Again, it was too adorable. intense. <laughs> I know, right? It was too intense. I, I couldn't, Julia. Yeah, I couldn't no, stay I, on the treadmill because I needed to focus on what was happening. And I was critiquing uh the assisted stunts and waiting right. that for them to finally hit that pyramid and oh, that holy pyramid. crap, Morgan. Morgan, point your toes, Morgan. Love. I mean for the love. I mean, really. And, you know, just Ladarius, get it together. Get out of your head. Be nice. Be kind. Lexi, I don't know. Come down and and, and just execute those tumbles, girl. Oh, <laughs> she is awesome. Oh, amazing. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. There was there's so so much uh, in the show, and I keep wanting to call them characters. They are, but that's the cool thing is that they they Hollywood did not write this, but not in the television sense. No, sure. Hollywood did not write this. No. This is straight up just pure amazeball human being realness that we witnessed. I mean, I get it. They edit stuff. They make it look. I know how this works. However. The pureness that came out of these kids yeah. uh, was was pretty awesome. And uh, oh my gosh, can we talk about Coach Monica? Can we talk about her for a minute? Oh, we stand, Monica. Monica is a move, a mood, a movement. We stand her forever. She's a queen. You know, and here's the crazy thing. She's the kind of person that when I first, I went in with this bias expecting to not like Monica at all. Oh, absolutely. I mean, she looks intense. She looks mm -hmm. like she would be a total, you know what? She looks hard as nails and just, and, and then there's parts of her that you're like, oh man, is she really like, really, this was your aspiration in life to do this. And then you see <laughs> how, what this actually encompasses. And you're like, man, I, you know, I feel a little schleppy after watching Monica, you know, like what am I even doing with my life? <laughs> For real, right? For real. She has got it all together. But yeah, I went in thinking, you know, I like my kids coaches to be, I don't know, um, stern, but, mm -hmm. but the heart of gold. Like I want them to give hugs all the time and to be sweet. And you know, I never, she, she ain't playing y'all. No. Like she, ain't and but here's the thing. Every single one of those kids was Team Monica. They would have done anything she, and they did do anything she asked of them. Yeah. And it was without a thought, without a, I mean, it was like, what, I have a broken shoulder, but Monica says I could probably pull this off. Yeah. Monica said it's time to go full out. We're going full out. I don't care that my, my foot is hanging off by a thread, by a tendon. We're going full out. We're, we're hitting the pyramid it, and it's going to be amazing. And I would take a bullet for Monica and we're done. Absolutely. 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 <laughs> when I'm not talking about the latest movie, TV, or pop culture obsession, I'm drinking coffee. I'm thrilled to partner with Leaner Creamer to bring you this episode of the No Guilt Fangirls podcast. 
You know what we say around here. We like what we like, and we don't feel guilt about that. And a cup of coffee with a great smooth creamer is high on that guilt-free list. Leaner Creamer is proof that there is such a thing as a healthy, guilt-free coffee creamer, combining natural coconut oil and functional supplements to keep your coffee ritual clean. If you have dietary restrictions or are just trying to start a healthier lifestyle, this creamer is for you. It's paleo and keto diet friendly, making it the perfect addition to any fitness and wellness routine. It is coconut oil based and infused with natural herbal supplements that help boost metabolism. I mean, hello. (laughs) And the best part, it actually tastes really good. You can find Leaner Creamer in over 7,000 stores nationwide or purchase it online at leanercreamer.com backslash discount, backslash fangirls15. Don't forget to use the promo code fangirls15 to get 15% off your order. Yeah, so so Cheer tells the story of Navarro uh, Cheer. This is a junior college that's located in Texas. Of course, uh, and they have one for... Right? Corsicana. Yep. Yep. Uh, And they have won 14 national championships in the last 20 years. And guys, that's kind of a spoiler. uh, But uh, it's it's been out for a while now. If you haven't seen it, just go watch it for the pure joy of it. Honestly, (laughs) like there's enough drama in there that that won't, you're you're good. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, and, and and you will get complete joy out of this show. It's it's great. I mean, even I am I am definitely the the kind of person that's like, no, you're hurt. Like, why would you be stupid and do anything more? But because we're going to Daytona, Patty. Gosh, you know, <laughs> I'm the same way. I'm like, I remember when my son broke his finger in football and he got a concussion, and I was like, oh, okay, we're done. Like, you're gonna sit out the rest of the season. It's cool. But if he was cheering at Navarro, I'd be like, listen, buddy, you gotta work that out. The team needs you. The team needs you. <laughs> the team needs. Monica needs you on the mat, man. Work it out. <laughs> yeah did Did you ever have any cheer in your family? I was a cheer mom for about two minutes, and and I mean that's not okay. even an exaggeration. Um, Tori was, I think, in middle school, and I think her friends were into it. And so there's like a local, I, this is how bad this is. I don't even remember the name of the the gym that we used to go to, but oh no, I do. The Stingrays, that's what it was. And so she convinced Steve and I to, to sign her up at the gym. Um, I think we did it for about a season. And I mean, this is going to make me, I, I proudly wear the badge of world's okayest mom, but lit- I was bored out of my mind. I was like, this is <laughs> two plus hours of practice a few nights a week. And I'm like, I get to see my kid do something maybe three minutes. So when she was like, yeah, you know, cause my daughter is tiny for those of you that don't know that's she's, she's small. And so she would have been a perfect flyer. Um, and when they started talking about throwing her up in the air, she said, you know, mom, I don't, I don't think this is for me. And I thought, thank you, Jesus, because I, I am not a cheer mom. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. So yeah, we, I was cheer mom for about five minutes, and it was okay. Awesome. Then why did why did you watch this? Was it social media? Did that like you know go? Oh, okay, it's it's something pop culturey. Everybody's talking about it. I want in. Yeah, is that why? Or well, okay, yeah, there was that aspect, but also you know, I cheerleaders as. I have a friend that's, and, and I say friend, I went to high school with this guy whose wife owns a competitive cheerleading gym. And so I kind of watched, I, I watched her, her adventures through Facebook. And so 
when when cheer really started to reach a fever pitch on on social media, and I had seen things that Penny is her name, um, and I was like, well, yeah, I mean, maybe there's something to it that's that I'm missing. I don't know because when you think of cheerleaders, you think about you know rah rah whatever. You don't think about being flung up fifty feet in the air and seeing how many times you can flip and tuck and do whatever, right? So um, I, I thought I'll give it one episode. I'll give it a shot and. Just like you said, I mean, I was just pulled in. I think I fell asleep with like five minutes left till the ending because I just can't hang most nights. And the next day <laughs> I rewatched the first episode again and then just, oh my gosh, it was the beginning of a love affair. I've watched the season twice in its entirety now. I mean, I know it's I haven't happen. gotten around to my... I, ha- I haven't gotten around to my second showing, but I, I'm desperate to do so. I need to watch it a second time. You do. You do. Because I, I I feel like there's, you know, time things that I missed the first time around that I, I can't believe that I missed them. But, you know, here we are. <laughs> here we are. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. All right. So this is definitely bingeable. This is definitely interesting. Now, something you did just touch on was also – like I wasn't stupid. I knew what competitive cheerleading was about in the sense that I've never not called them athletes. Right. Right. I've always been athletes. I have my the respect level has just gone like bazillion, you know, plus fifty nine thousand at this point because of what this show showed as far as dedication, as far as sheer physical. Oh my gosh, the physicality that, was, that these That was really probably the most eye-opening and stunning thing about it, right? Is that you think yes. oh, you see them usually the finished product and even sometimes on ESPN where they have cheer competitions and things, all you see is like this huge hair and these bows and makeup and glitter and you're like, "Oh, okay. That's cute. You're going to do a couple cartwheels and no, dude, this is like I mean, Simone Biles, I know, I have seen has commented on Gabby Butler stuff on Instagram. And <laughs> if Gabby, if, if Simone Biles is giving Gabby Butler props, you know, you know, it's legit, it's right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So let's talk about a little bit about these personalities that we met. Uh, let's just start with Gabby Butler. Since I guess if you are into cheer, everybody knows who Gabby is. At least uh, they showed yeah. a bunch of little little girls who completely were like, "Oh yeah, she." We all follow her on Instagram. Like oh, yeah. all these little cheer girls knew who Gabby Butler was, and she was basically kind of shown as the superstar of cheerdom, uh, the cheer celebrity. Cheer celebrity, yes. Cheer celebrity. So Gabby Butler, if you don't know her name, go look her up on Insta. Gorgeous. Uh, she's oh. she's. Gorgeous. And her story was also so interesting because she's definitely, uh, she's the most business minded of all these kids. She has sponsors and she's making a living. Even and more so doing- now. She's like, yeah. she was hawking Dunkin' Donuts. Like before we got on this podcast, I was flipping through Instagram and she was like, I run on Dunkin' every morning. I'm like, really, sis, with those abs, you run on Dunkin'? Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> we, we ain't buying it, but, but you're cute. But I'll still go buy a Dunkin' uh, just for you, Gabby. That's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so so and Gabby had an interesting storyline. So she, uh, her parents were also featured in because they're helping her. Basic, they basically got her started. They understood social media early on, yeah. And that's how Gabby became. YouTube was sort of where she got her mm-hmm. start, teaching people how yeah. to be flexible yeah. and. You know, she's got signature moves named after her, the the Gabby Butler needle, the Arabian and all that stuff that she does. So, yeah, I mean, she's I would say that out of all of them, she's probably the most savvy and continues. I mean, I think that her her empire, if you will, has really skyrocketed since the show took off, which is nice to see. I mean, she seems like a nice young lady and she seems um, like your typical 20 something, you know, whose parents annoy her. <laughs> <laughs> the things that most college age kids struggle with, but yeah, always yep. seems very humbled by the fact that people want to meet her, you know, and that yeah, yeah, she and she and she seems and- she, yeah, she's happy to take the pictures. She's not like annoyed by it. she. I think she recognizes, you know, what that she is a celebrity, like, like it or not, that's who you are. That's what you've done. So therefore play the game that is being asked of you. And she seemed to do it, you know, with, with some humility, like she was, she was fine with it. Um, Morgan, let's talk about Morgan. Oh, Morgan. She's our favorite. Isn't she? I love her. Morgan was, Morgan was heartbreaking. She was amazing. She was, oh my God. Tell a little bit about Morgan's story. Oh, Morgan just, gosh, she, Essentially was was abandoned, I guess, for lack of a better word, by both of her parents. Her mom took off pretty young in her life. Um, her dad, so she had an older brother, I believe, that um, when the dad remarried, he kind of shoved him in a trailer, just her and her brother, and was like, hey, guys, mm-hmm. work it out. Here's some ramen and a, you know, a loaf of bread. And, and I'm paraphrasing. I mean, I, I do think that... You know, she definitely grew up without a whole lot of guidance, you know, supervision and, and you know, that parental love that you really kind of need to, you know, thrive and be a, a good human being. And her grandparents ended up, I think, doing when they realized how dire the situation was that they were in a trailer by themselves, kind of scraping by and eating whatever they could, um, stepped in to, to help and got her into cheerleading. Um, so yeah, I mean, her, her story was just one of, of just learning to accept that she, she was good enough despite being abandoned by her parents and mm-hmm. really having to claw her way and fight to be where she is. Um, which is, was a metaphor, not just for her life, but really her, her, her journey through Navarro, you know, and, and proving that she, she was good enough and, you know, really a testament to Monica who saw in her something that, that she could help shape and build up and, you know, give her an opportunity to do something amazing. And Morgan is just, I want to, I want to take Morgan into my lap. I mean, I know she's a 20 year old woman (laughs) and just give her a hug and tell her what a sweet girl she is and and how worthy she is of of love and 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 self-acceptance and grace and all those wonderful things because she I mean through it all she just seemed to have a a, you know she did talk about a real dark point in her life where she kind of was like is it worth it do I keep going what do I do you know and 
just knowing that, that her grandparents were there and had her back. And, you know, now this cheer family at Navarro and Monica just have really helped keep her on that path to, to grow and, and hopefully get to a place where she feels good about herself. And, oh, my God, I really want to give her a hug. <laughs> I do. Yeah, she was, she was a she was a beautiful soul. And here's the, here's the thing that I think that was one of my big takeaways from this show that I was so surprised. At, and it's why it drew me in like it did. Of course, again, back to my bias. I expected cheer families and cheer kids to be from – uh, very um, upper middle class, high, you know, upper end, you know, lifestyles, right? To mom, uh, a mom and a dad, both of them have jobs or make a lot of money, live in the big house, and then have the flexibility to be able to not only pay for all this cheer, but take them around to all these competitions and stuff. I, I have a couple of friends uh, from from the internet that are cheer moms. And oh my gosh, like that's a legit job. It's a like, commitment. I mean, not just it's in- a, it's a, I, the kids are doing the, a lot of work, but these moms and these dads, it's not just moms, but dads too. The, these parents that are supporting them are huge. Anyway, so my bias, my impression, of course, was one thing. And what Cheer showed us, at least at Navarro, they had a lot of a variety of kids who are coming from, you know, all over the map as far as mm-hmm. how they got into Cheer and how they became and what they did and what cheer meant to them. And she was just one of those stories. There was a couple of others. I mean, Jerry's story, let's touch on how wonderful Jerry is. Jerry's story is heartbreaking. He was this kid that he found cheer early on. He was the only place that he felt um, comfortable and he felt like he was himself and accepted. Yeah. And his mom like didn't have enough money for a house at times or to pay the rent. They were in hotels and they were living in their car. I think he said, and she always, she always always had cheer money. She always had cheer money. And, uh, you know, his story just from there, she, she passed away. She got sick and she died. And when that happened, the cheer community, rallied around them because they knew how special she was. They knew how, his cheer community there in Illinois rallied around him, found some place uh, for him to live, which was with another cheer family. Was, and oh, uh, oh my gosh, what angels, right? So good. Oh. Right. Oh, pure angels, pure <laughs> angels. They completely get all hashtag all the love. Like I'm over here blowing kisses at you guys. Uh-huh. Uh, it was just, it was just really fascinating to see, you know, how they did that. And then this kid is just so great. And then, um, gosh, I mean, we could talk about each one of them. We don't have time for all of that, but there was just so many deep storylines in there. Lexi, Lexi Lexi's story like this- too was was one of just. I mean, this was a kid that was you know getting in trouble, you know, going to jail for fighting somebody. I mean, she beat somebody up so bad at one point that they had to get you know implants in their teeth, and she broke their nose. I mean, she has. And, and I mean, admittedly, she said she still has, you know, she has to really rein in the the anger and the, the you know, the temper with, with how she reacts to things, which is funny because on the surface, she seems so chill. <laughs> it's just in the way she, she, she totally does. Yeah, yeah. yeah she's like, hey, man, it's cool. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but you know she's definitely got some some issues. And cheer once again is another example where it gave her an outlet to channel 
Yep. Some of those. It's almost like the the misfit toys almost, you know. The, almost, you know, yeah, but, yeah. But at the same time, it's like they come in like that. And it's amazing, you know, just what – and I know it's not a little. I mean, I'm not naive to think that. But just what attention and, and you know, positive – talk and accountability above all else, right? Accountability to the team, to Monica, to yourself, mm-hmm, to Navarro mm-hmm. as a, you know, to get your education and that sort of thing. What those things can do for somebody that age, you know, in spite of their their circumstances, you know, they, they all, I don't even know that they ever, I guess the people that really didn't get much FaceTime or airtime maybe came from semi, you know, what seemingly normal, I guess, quote unquote, what people would consider normal, but Mm -hmm, the mm -hmm. kids that they featured just really like had every reason in the world to be a screw up and not really do anything. And they overcame that because of cheerleading. And that's just because of cheerleading. It's amazing, right? Yeah, it was, it was so amazing. It was so amazing. And, and yeah, just, you guys have got to watch it. So if you haven't watched it, please, this is our, our plea to you. We want you to watch it. And, uh, we also, I mean, there's like grumblings, there's rumors. I don't think anything's officially come out that there's going to be a second season. I've heard this. Yeah. But if there's a second season, you're not going to want to have missed the first season. So go ahead and catch up on it now. (laughs) (laughs) You got to know who's who and who's doing what. I mean, for sure. It's, it's going to be awesome. Um, It'll be interesting to see where they take it, you know, for season two. Um, Yeah, for sure. You know, cause I, I can see that um, there's still like the team as, as a whole has kind of, they've all gone in different directions right now. And I know Mm -hmm. I, I read that Lexi's back at, at Navarro. After not as she was released from the team, spoiler mm-hmm. alert. But yeah, you know. So who knows? Who knows? I mean, Jerry's yep. Jerry's Hollywood now to to a degree, <laughs> right? Like everybody wants Jerry, um, and rightfully so. Rightfully so. Oh, rightfully so. Rightfully. <laughs> uh, so what? The one last person I want to touch on is uh, Ladarius. Oh, Ladarius. You know what? I have a soft spot for Ladarius. I know he was the most complicated one out of Honestly. all of them. Right. He, Another one he, that I want to was- pull into my lap and give a hug to. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. So Ladarius had this really crazy story too. And, and it kind of ranged all over the place where, you know, his mom had some struggles. He ended up living in this foster home where that ended up turning into a sexual predator situation where he was, um, he was abused and then he's growing up and he's gay and the family didn't really take to the fact that he was gay and they, you know, yeah, made him feel him bad. For, yeah, I mean, they would beat him up. They made him feel bad for who he was. Yep. Cheer again was at this, this whole place where he could just shine. Now, I don't know if you guys realize this or not, but um, I don't know, a year ago, maybe two years ago on Twitter, it started on Twitter, but then it ended up going all over the places. I know it was on Facebook. It was everywhere, but there was this cheerleader in a red, white and black cheerleading costume and he like was completely extra as he's doing his cheer and everyone's like laughing and loving how amazing he was and I remember at the time somebody was like yeah he's from Navarro cheer he's like that all the time he's just that good right that was Ladarius like he was he's been famous longer than anybody else he, he really was has viral. yeah he went viral a couple of years ago I mean outside of Gabby obviously but yeah. you know he he went viral a couple of years ago for this just this little snippet that somebody posted and it it picked up and it went crazy so if you guys remember that that's who Ladarius is and his his journey in this is at times 
you wanted to shake him because he was being petulant. Mm-hmm. At times, Petty you is wanted his to hug color. Him. Oh, Petty, <laughs> sister. Yeah. Uh, you know, he, he had his moments. He definitely had his moments. He wasn't, but here's the thing like, he could, he could walk the walk, he yeah. could back it up. He is that good, yes. right? He also, the one thing that stood out to me is that he was roommates with uh, Jerry. Yes. And through this whole thing, Jerry, everybody is trying to get a place on the mat, to get a place on mat. To get a place on mat means that you get to compete in the finale, in the big national championship in Daytona. It's the only thing that um, matters at Navarro Cheer. Just FYI. The only thing that matters yeah. is to be one of the 20 kids that actually gets to perform on mat. The other kids are important because you have to, you know, you never know if an injury is going to happen or something. Has Spoiler alert. found out in the last episode. <laughs> yeah, you never know. So you're important too, even if you're not on mat. You still show up to every single uh every single practice and you still know every detail by heart. And that's a very important thing to note. Um, but Jerry was not initially picked to be on mat. And then he was, but not really, but then, then he wasn't again. And then eventually he does finally get on mat. And when he's packing his clothes up to go to Daytona, (laughs) the best moment, Ladarius. Oh, it was the best moment. Jerry, this is my favorite moment of the whole, of the whole thing. Jerry is over there packing and he goes, I never thought that I would make it to Daytona. And Ladarius, his best friend, his roommate, he just, he's over there scrolling on his phone and he very softly says, I did. Yep. Yep. Oh, and throughout oh, the season, oh, he so would good. push Jerry to say, you know, talk to Monica, yep. find out why, be aggressive with what you want and don't be afraid to ask, you know, where can I improve or what can I, you know, do? And Monica even makes mention of that at one point where she's like, yeah, surprised that Jerry didn't do blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Ladarius is, God bless him. He is, uh, he is a complicated figure, but what a talent Honestly. Oh my gosh. And I really absolutely from the bottom of my mama heart that he he doesn't let his his ego get in the way of his success because I think that he can be, you know, uh, uh, another another Andy, if you will, because Andy's one of my my cheeros of of the show. <laughs> Andy and, and Kiki, shout out to them. Um and the trainer. Gosh, his name. I can't <laughs> I just know that that poor guy looks like he hates his life. <laughs> well, he's he's got to tell these kids who are as stubborn as can be, no, you can't do that anymore. <laughs> and they're like literally in bandages or in a cast or like their their foot is hanging off, right? Their body. And they're like, but I can go and do this, sir. I can do no. that. And he's like, no, no, you cannot sit your butt down. Anyway, yeah, it's crazy. It's so good though. Um, yes, it's a feel good, you know, show for sure. I mean, there are definitely so I did cry a few times during this mm-hmm. show just because Same. if you're a parent, it hits you in the feels, you know, and I mean, even if you're not, if you're just a, a human being with a heart, you know, the, these stories <laughs> will touch you in some way to say, wow, you know, it'll make you think about your own kind of just path in life, right? And just how your your impact because that's the thing going back to Monica, sorry to do that, but you know, I mean, you just see that she has alumni that come back year after year Mm -hmm. and they talk about Mm -hmm. how her, her discipline and her way of, of being with them has carried them through life, carried them through jobs, marriages and that sort of thing. And, you know, you just think, wow, what a special human being. And 
my takeaway from that was just like, well, what do I do in my daily life that hopefully inspires somebody to want to be better or even, you know, just makes them feel supported or safe or whatever that is, you know? And, and mm-hmm. it really, it, 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 it sounds kind of cheesy maybe, or I don't know, but I, 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 I took that away from that show to say, what can I do in my life every day to, to be that for somebody? And it might not be every day. It might not even, you know, maybe it's not every week, who knows, but I don't know. I think that's kind of how we, uh, that's my Pollyanna way of thinking how we, how we change the world. So thank you, Monica, for that, <laughs> for making me oh, feel like that. I love it. I love it. And I co-sign everything you just said. And yeah, this show, guys, it's on Netflix. Pull it up. Carve you out some time. And uh, yeah. You'll and then you just talking tell us what you thought. <laughs> that's right. That's <laughs> right. Can continue Come find online. Oh my gosh. Yes. You know, you know, you know, we're going to be there. And I will tell you, I'm not going to sleep on this. If season two comes, come on, Netflix, pull through for me. I, I'm I will gonna fly win. to Virginia and we will on a weekend and we will just hammer it out. It'll be. Yes. Great. Yes. <laughs> we will make it happen. We will make it happen. All right. Well, thanks for fangirling with me and Matt talking with me, Julia. Yeah, you're, <laughs> you're wonderful. Oh my gosh. You got this. Push. <laughs> and i hope that everybody had fun and if you love this show like we did tell come find us on social media i'm at no guilt life what's your what's your twitter what's your twitter and your instagram handle bless it okay (laughs) just search for queenie 11078 you will find you will find me i'm kind of hard to miss there's a whole hair and braces situation happening. It's wonderful. At 42 years old. <laughs> she, she is an amazing Twitter follower too. She Her stories always have me squealing and I just, she's so much fun uh, because she's Julia. She's Julia. She's Julia. Yay. Uh, all right. Well, anywho, let us know. We want to know who your favorite is or what your favorite moment from the season is. Anything like that, hit us up. Let us know all about it. And then come back to Fangirl with us again real soon. Yay. Bye, girl. Bye.